Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampman. And my guest tonight is the creator of the Macari clothing line, Mr. Nick Thomas. Thank you for joining me, Nick. Uh, it's an honor to be uh, joining, with you, uh, joining you today, James. Thank you. Hey, man. First of all, uh, I love the clothing line. I, I, it's funny because I found you online. How did you actually get the clothing line started? Um, the short version of the story is um, I just basically was uh, in between jobs. And so I had to create an opportunity to make some more money. So I just decided to start off with T-shirts. <clears throat> so since I had a passion for design and that in clothing, I thought that would be the best way to you know earn some money quick. So that's what uh, led me to start in the clothing line. And um, I have an IT background, so pretty savvy on computers. So I just, you know, went ahead and, you know, built my website up and all that good stuff and started social media marketing. So your, your nine to five was in the computer field? Yes, sir. So most most times the computer field does provide a, a good a good living. What made you decide to go ahead and go 100%? I know you said you was in between jobs, but, you know, still making that jump to 100% entrepreneur is pretty big. What made you decide to go ahead and do it? Yeah, what um, basically made me decide to do that was um, I always had a passion for having my own business and uh, just being an entrepreneur. Like, from the time I've been eight, nine years old, I always wanted my own business. So um, as I started to, you know, um, get more acclimated with the corporate world, stuff like that, I saw kind of, like, you know, where that could end. And I kind of lost a little um, uh, interest in it. So I took that as like an opportunity to say, hey, I can really, you know, pursue this entrepreneur stuff now that I have, you know, established family, uh, money, and stuff like that. So I went ahead and jumped in. So how long have you been doing it? Uh, since 2014. Wow, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I know with any, you know, any time you start something new, it could be, you could be anxious. Was there ever any fear there, though? Um, no, I don't really like using the word fear. I say, if anything, it was a little bit of uh, anxiety. Uh, just, uh, just the thought of it, you know, coming from something that was an idea in my head first to reality. I wanted to, you know, I always had a little anxiety about that. Like, will it really be successful and all that? But as far as fear, I was not fearful at all. I was, I was ready. I was ambitious and ready to go. Now, how'd you come up with the name? That's a unique name, Macari. Yeah, um, basically it was just, uh, I like reading history books and stuff like that. So it was a uh, Arabic historian and his name was Al Macari. And he was pretty much like a, a historian who traveled around the world and enlightened kings and queens on history and stuff like that during the 15th century. And um, I just stuck, I just liked the name, like when it sounded, it's like Macari, like, wow, I like that. And, and it rhymed with Atari, Ferrari, and things of that nature. So I was like, wow, let me use this name. Let me go with this name because this is a unique name. So when people hear it, they, you know, they will pretty much remember it because it's, you know, such a unique name. So what, 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 what does your clothing line carry? Uh, we carry uh, various things uh, from hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, um, and really like so. What I like to specialize in and is just basically customizing things. So I like to meet where I, mean, I like to meet the client or customer wherever they at. So if they have a need for a shirt, I like to design a shirt. If they have a need for a hat or whatever or a jacket, 
whatever the client pretty much needs. I'm kind of like a, a tailor or a custom or bespoke uh, clothing designer. Okay. I saw, I remember a, a while back, I, I, I started following you on social media and I'm pretty sure I saw you at Fashion Week in New York. Is that correct? Yep. yep. What, was, what was that experience like? Oh man, that was awesome. Um, first time being up there for Fashion Week. Uh, I enjoyed, like I said, just kind of diving into the industry. Well, it felt like I was diving into the industry at that point. Um, just meeting so many different types of people and seeing fashion shows. I had never been to a fashion show before. So I was, you know, I was, that was a fun experience for me just getting my feet wet into the industry. Um, so it was, a, it was a great experience. Did you draw any inspiration from being up there? Um, somewhat, somewhat. Um, yeah, it was it was some inspiration drawn from there because, like, again, like I, I was my first time going to a fashion show, seeing the whole layout of you know the runway and the people that comes and how their style of dress and just kind of how that world looks. Because I only from <clears throat> from um, before then I had only seen it like on TV and magazines and stuff like that. So how would you? Because you got the unique name, you carry so many different things. If someone was to say, how would you describe your clothing brand? What would you, just how would you describe it? Mm. Uh, good question. Um, um, I would say, it's, again, it's a, a brand that um, really hones in on bringing other people's ideas to, to reality, as well as, you know, well as, you know, using my gifts and talents to do that. So it would be, you know, um, Inspirational brand um, that again just uh, specialize in bringing people's ideas and their tastes like that to like go to reality. Yeah. So I like the brand, and I I thought about you one day because um, I happened to be watching the Breakfast Club, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you saw that Dapper Dan interview. Did you see his interview? Yeah, I watched that. Yep. So he made a comment about black clothing lines mm. not really being he I want to make sure I say it right he he kind of was saying it's hard to make the the black clothing lines luxury I'm kind of paraphrasing but that was like the gist of what he said how, how would you feel how did you feel hearing that statement um I felt I agreed with him first off because uh because he basically was saying that a lot of uh, a lot of black brands uh they haven't created the luxury luxury brand, which, you know, that's what you really want to have, you know, because that's how the bigger names have, you know, carried on through hundreds of years because it's not just a, uh, a one-item thing. They're really making unique pieces that, you know, wealthy people can wear. And that's how, you know, you stay around a, a lot longer because, you know, the, the money flow is there and all that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with him. And I was thinking, like I said, that would be a good thing for more black designers to do is create some type of luxury brand, but I know that it takes infrastructure and you know quite a bit of funding to do stuff like that. So I think that's another reason why, as as a community, we haven't really done a lot of that. Even though I'm sure there's a lot of designers like myself who aspire to do those things, but you know, as you know, like I said, the funding and the planning infrastructure, you know, is pretty uh, extensive. So what would you consider luxury? Would you consider luxury the price? The quality of the material, a little bit of both. Yeah, I would definitely consider pretty much all those, um, you know, a luxury thing. Because 
again, luxury, you know, to me will be the, the cost of it. Um, and who's wearing it too? Cause that's the kind of the main thing as well. Like, um, you know, as you can see with a lot of different brands, like whoever's, you know, faces in front of it normally kind of dictates, you know, who's going to buy it or how fast it grows. Cause you can take like FUBU who, uh, use LL Cool J, um, just by handing him maybe, I think a jacket or a sweatshirt. And he, you know, he was being, uh, and LL Cool J being from Queens, he took, you know, took to that brand and, uh, kind of started wearing it a lot. And then that's why, you know, it helped kind of launch it and blow it up the way it did. And, um, you know, I think that's, like I said, a vital piece. So it's all about kind of who's wearing it, your price point, and, you know, who's your ideal um, consumer or demographic. So when you when we say price point, because I, I that that luxury, the word luxury actually is kind of interesting to me. So yeah. if you was to set a price point, if we if I was to say, okay, we consider Macari clothing line a luxury line, how much would a luxury t-shirt run? A luxury t-shirt, um, huh. well, uh, starting at probably about 300 for a low-end one. Wow. And then, yeah, because uh, like I've been to, you know, I've kind of studied, you know, other brands and stuff like that, and that's normally kind of where they kind of start at to call it luxury in a sense, because, you know, if it's anything lower than that, you know, it's going to look like the typical shirt you get from, you know, uh, Zara's or H&M and stuff like that. So kind of in the price point, a lot of times going to separate who's going to buy and who's not. And then with the whole price point, that means if, you know, if I'm, if I have a bigger price tag on it, that means I probably went and got uh, my, um, went and got, you know, some fabric and stuff like that. The cost of the, the material, um, you know, kind of, um, what do I want to say? The cost of material is going to determine the price as well. So it's those two determined factors. Like, you know, you want to price it to where not everybody can afford it. You want some exclusivity to it. And then the actual cost of material and the manufacturing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What type of of material? Because, man, $300. What, What type of material are we talking um, it'll be your ba- it'll be cotton, but it won't be the your run of the mill regular cotton. That's you know like it will be some some ex- like material fabric that you can't really get everywhere else, or it will be again like the um, the manufacturing of it, like how it was stitched together, how it was constructed, um, and then also at the end of the day, it's going to be you know just a price point like that because again you want to differentiate yourself from all the other brands and normally that's how you do it is through price point like you know make it market it up to where again only certain people can afford it because you know the, how how humans work like people want what they can't have you know so if my price is three hundred dollars yep everybody can't afford it but the ones who can they're going to have it and they're going to feel some type of way about themselves by wearing it just like why they you know why george costs three hundred dollars and stuff like that it's not because it costs so much to make necessarily, but it's because if they sold it cheaply, then everybody would have it, and then the exclusivity would, you know, it would you would lose some of that. Is that something you would like to get into eventually? Yeah, absolutely. How how long how long a time frame are we talking? Because I'm I'm thinking that's like major marketing. And you got to have more upfront money to do something like that. So what time yeah. frame would you be looking at? 
Um, it all depends on who comes together. Because I look at something like that, like a luxury, like building out a luxury brand. I wouldn't, you know, it's all about uh, crowdfunding. So it'll be to where I would want to have investors um, <clears throat> invest together, and then we push out, like you said, the marketing, the uh, the the designers that we need on on the design team, um, the whole collection. Like, what are we actually going to be selling? Are we going to do bags? Are we going to do shirts? Are we going to do hats? Are we, you know, and then you know, kind of. Uh, planning that out and then rolling it out once we have all the funding and the partners in place and, uh, to structure it properly. Yeah, I'm looking at the shirt. They, the viewers, unfortunately, would, the listeners wouldn't unfortunately be able to see it, but the design on that shirt is amazing. Do you actually come up with these designs yourself? Yes, sir, I do. How long does it take you to, to, to you know, come up with these concepts and designs? Man, uh, I kind of draw inspiration from different places. Um, so it kind of depends on, on the day. And then sometimes it really, I just just literally just pull it out of, you know, I would say thin air or just out of the sky in a sense because, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, start my day with a blank canvas. And I do a lot of my designs on the computer. So normally that's, you know, that's, how, that's where it starts. And then I just go deeper and deeper into it, um, you know, as I design certain pieces. But no, like I say, I just kind of uh, um, get inspiration from what's happening, you know, in my day-to-day life, or maybe when I'm what things I'm seeing on the, on the internet as I'm scrolling through, it, you know, social media and stuff like that, and um, just like in uh, my own ideas as well in my head, like just hmm, I thought this, you know, I think this will look good together, or I like these colors, or I like these shapes, and stuff like that. Always been like that, so it's just something that has always been been in me too. I'm gonna ask you this. This question would be along like marketing. You, if you had, you got this great shirt. You got this great product. If they, if someone said, "Okay, Nick, I got the, I got the resources to get any man or woman, any person you want to wear your clothes, your T-shirt for one day, who would you pick?" Wow, <laughs> uh, man. Um... That's a good question. Hmm. I would say uh, Drake. Drake? Why yeah. Drake? Why Drake? Because one, he, he don't know how to dress. Like, his dress game is whack. So, he's <laughs> <laughs> no. And he's a, he's a very, very popular figure. You know what I'm saying? So, those two reasons will be why I pick Drake. So, if it was because I just thought of the question, it was a weird question. But <laughs> for me, it would be uh, Jay Z. Yeah, I was thinking him too. That was one I was gonna pick, but he's kind of not as relevant. And again, he's another person, in my personal opinion, who he needs some help with his styling as well. Like he's he's never been no fashion icon either. So it's like, are you 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 you're not a fan of Jay Z fashion? I mean, he's how and what? Like, what's he? What does he put on that? Like, oh man, that was that was dope. Like, I had never seen him in nothing like that. You know what? Okay, so let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's hit or miss. Yeah. I feel like he's hit or miss. Like when he go, like I'm trying to make sure I say it right. Like I think about, I think like maybe around. 2016, he was like at the peak of his dressing game. 
in my opinion. I mm-hmm. think that's when he was like really on top. He was wearing suits, tailored suits, like they were they were on point. And now his suits kind of fit. They still fit good, but I guess you know, I think it's those sneakers that's throwing me off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was always looked at him as again, I didn't never look to Jay-Z as a fashion guy. And I think he would say that himself, because like i you know, I've watched all these guys over the years, because like I said, I've been into fashion for a long time and um I just, you know, I pay attention to stuff like that. And um, yeah, Jay-Z is not that, you know, to me, this has never been a fashion icon or a fashion dude. He wear pretty much, even though he's, you know, done the whole, you know, he's had the song change clothes where people kind of stopped wearing the jer- the jerseys and went to button-ups. And then, you know, which I think that was just showing how influential he is, not that he can really dress. Now, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, I like to just finish watching the uh, Dapper Dan view, and he uh, he did help Dapper Dan come research, like have a resurgence, um, because he wore well, Beyonce first wore Dapper Dan's jacket, and Jay Z wore um another jacket or something like that, um, in one of his uh, videos, and it you know kind of had people looking and thinking about Dapper Dan again. Nothing else about. Uh, excuse me, uh, about several years ago. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, just mentioning that, again, like I said, just, it looks like, you know, I mean, it's, it's just to, in my personal opinion, like I said, he wasn't no fashion icon, so I didn't pick him, but, you know, he he uh, is a very influential. That's why I, I gave it to Drake, because he's more relevant at this point in time. So who, who's the But they kind of the same. Fashion icon, to, in my personal opinion, um, I mean, he's kind of changed up his uh, style of dress as well, which I don't really, you know, I'm not a fan of his current style of dress, but, you know, um, I would first say Kanye West. Because um, he's, he's, he's not current, not currently, but, you know, um, when he was on, on top of his game with that, uh, he was really doing it, in my opinion. And um, outside of him, um, didn't we, we really just talk about men's fashion, but, you know, I look at... Um, a lot of creatives that, like I said, they fashion game, you know, pretty, um, like I said, it's pretty decent. Uh, I'm trying to think of another person. That's the only, uh, only name I can think of at this point in time. Like I said, Kanye, when he was on his, on his thing, like before, I would say 2016 and back, I think he was more, um, more stylish. Because, like, now he kind of really dresses like, you know, just whatever. He kind of dresses like a family man, dad, like a dad that don't care about fashion anymore. And, um, but again, I'm not talking about current Kanye. I'm just talking about the Kanye when we when he first ended, you know came into came into the scene in 2004 or it was about 2015, 16. Um, and then still to this day, like I say, he's still a designer. Like I still kind of still follow like him as far as his design mind, you know, mindset. I like that. Mm, I wasn't expecting Kanye. <laughs> I guess because I, I guess because I, I see him now and I just yeah it's just hard to I tell you um I'm big well the crazy this is the this is the thing right I don't own any suits at all well no 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 let me oh, back wow. I do I do own a suit I do own a suit let me back <laughs> I do own, I do own like two or three suits my suit game definitely could use some work so. Okay. Really, when I when I think of like people who can really dress, I'm always thinking about a person that's like in a suit, you know, a nice suit, 
tailored, good shoes. So the person that I've seen that's usually usually dressed pretty good is uh, Idris Idris Alba. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Idris Alba. Yeah, I was and that was the second person I was kind of thinking of in my mind. But yeah, definitely him. Um, and I agree with you with the suit thing. Um, I just look at that as something that again, like that's not hard to do. You know, in my first opinion, like you, when you wear a suit, it's a one, it's no, only one color. You know, you have you might have the shirt lapel and the tie and the shoes, but it's typically you know brown, black. You know, it's not too hard to to look good in a suit. You know, that's why I kind of look at people who can coordinate and put things together when it comes to suit or just street fashion. You know, as a person that you know can dress or a person that I feel like got some some style. Okay. This is, yeah, like I said, wearing suits is not hard to do because you're going to wear your white white shirt normally and you're going to have your jacket and you're going to have your pants. And, you know, that's not, any, you know, almost like anybody can do that. You know, you can I can go to men's warehouse right now and pull and get a suit as long as it fit right. I'm, I'm, I'm suited and booted and looking good. But it's it, to me, it's the person that, again, knows how to accessorize their outfit, um, know how to do the right color combinations and that thing. Um, that really, you know, to my opinion, kind of, you know, makes people stand out as like, can they dress or can they not? Yeah, that's something I'm working on. Like, I got a, I got a buddy, man. He, he's, he's high in the fashion. So, like, I, <laughs> I'll send him a question. I'm like, if he give me, if he give me a stamp of approval, I'm like, ah, right, this, this must be pretty good. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and it's not, uh, that thing is not for everybody. You know, it's one of those things that um, I think is really for uh, for certain people, you know, because certain people have that eye for fashion or, or for colors and, and coordination, you know, uh, color coordination and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, we definitely, uh, people like that definitely need it in society because like you're saying, like not everybody kind of has that eye for it. So I want to I want to close with this. Like, mm-hmm. who would you define as successful your clothing line? Um, I would define success in my clothing line when you know uh, the brand is pretty much a household name. Um, I'm not running like the day to day anymore. You know, I have a staff that does that or a team that's uh, carrying out a lot of those things. And we, you know, we uh, and when we also have a um, our own retail store as well as our own section in Macy's or these big department stores. I would define that as successful or a success. Now you say that I'm, I'm, I wanted that back up because you said the store you when, you when you say store you mean in other stores or your own store? Because well, I know you should did say Macy's but. Yeah well two things I want like it, I want the brand to have its own storefront <clears throat> and also be carried in um, and have its own section in major department stores like a Macy's, like a Dillard's, um, you know, so in, a, in stores like that, because just like, you know, other, you know, other hugely successful brands, they normally have a flagship store. Yeah. And then they also, you know, um, typically you can typically find their, uh, find a section, a whole section, not just a rack, but a whole section of their brand in Macy's, like you see in Sean John or Ralph Lauren. They got a whole section in these stores. So, just, okay. uh-huh. so I, I didn't. I'm sorry, I cut you off. But no, no, wait, I'm sorry. so 
taking Macy's out because I get that. Like that's a huge department store. In this day and age, 2019, social media and marketing, is a storefront really necessary in your opinion? Not necessary, no, uh, not at all. But I think for staying power, I think it is. Oh, why, why, why you say that? I'm curious. That's... Um, because, you know, internet, because I think <clears throat> it's like this. Yes, a lot of people are buying uh, online more than ever. But I feel like that storefront still gives me, as a company owner, uh, a chance to create an experience. I can't really create, well, I can create an experience on a website, but it's way deeper and way better um, when it's, you know, you have to come into a physical building. And I can really give you a whole experience and not just, you know, market to you and SEO you to death on, on, on the internet so you can, so I can drive you to my website and you buy it then. But no, I want to, you walk in on your own accord and, you know, really experience uh, Macari clothing or Macari couture without, you know, uh, the way it's supposed to be and the way I, you know, I envision it to be. Wow. I, you know what? I think that's the perfect way to close it. <laughs> Do you, is there a way? I'm, I, I know it's a way, but you want to tell the listeners how they can follow you on um, social media? Yes, uh, they can find me if they want to check me out. Um, I'm always working. I'm always uh, ready to take on um, more orders, so I'm always um, out here working. But uh, they can follow me. Find me on IG at M A K K A R I C O U T U R E, and that's Makari Couture. So I'm gonna spell that again. It's M A K K A R I C O U T U R E on IG. And my website, MakariWay.com. That's the same, uh, Makari, so it's M-A-K-K-A-R-I-W-A-Y.com. And find me and check me out there. I'm always, you know, making new stuff. So always got something new for everybody to check out. Well, I just want to, again, thank you, man, for taking the time, because I know, you know, with you creating this brand and working hard, that it's, you know, you don't always have a lot of time to carve out. So I truly appreciate you doing this. No problem, man. Thank you, James, for having me. It's been an honor. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the episode. And if you want to follow me, my my IG name is Conversations with Lant. And my Facebook is also Conversations with Lant. Again, thank you all for listening and have a great day.